You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of The Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Killifer. Susie Hunt. And we have a guest joining us today. Hi. I'm Mike's lady, Miss Jessica. Want <laughs> to say, well, say your name? Yeah. <laughs> just uh, Mike's lady, then. Just Mike's lady, I guess. Mm-hmm. Miss Boogeyman. Yes, Miss, Mrs. Boogeyman is joining us. She legally changed her name to uh-huh. Mike's lady. <laughs> And we are wrapping up our Werewolf Month with episode 136, The Wolfman from 1941. It's only an hour and ten minutes. It's a nice short one. Also known as a very special episode of Meet the Talbots. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. This was directed by uh, George Wagner, who we would know from a bunch of old television, like Wagon Train, Maverick, The Green Hornet, The Man from Uncle, and The 66 Batman. But let's go around the table and see what everyone thinks of this. Jess, as you are our guest, it is customary we start with you. This is your second Universal Monster movie. Hello. <laughs> um, I liked it. It was good. I liked all the folklore in it because I'm a big fat nerd. And I liked that this one was based on gypsy and gypsy folklore. Yeah. So. Romani or whatever it is. Yeah. Romani. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say gypsy because that's not... Oh, no, they say gypsy like a thousand times in this I know, movie. I guarantee not, you I'm going to say it. It's not... It's, it's not politically yeah, it's right. Anymore. It's not kind to say. Right. People of Romani heritage. Okay. Yes. So I liked that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Larry Talbot just looks like a sad puppy dog through the whole thing made me giggle a lot. <laughs> He's Hollywood sad sack. Yeah, he just, he just looked oh. like somebody kicked him. Sad sack. Oh, oh, no. Well, he does have a sad sack later on, but, you know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> As you pointed out while we were watching this movie. So. <laughs> Wait, were you watching this or Jackass Forever? <laughs> oh God, I haven't oh, seen that one yet. The amount of dick trauma in that movie. I don't Jesus. even have one. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I mean, so. I liked it mostly because I just like dorky old stuff movies. Like that. Yeah. yeah, dorky old movies. Yes, that's my bad, you. Well, Maurice, we'll toss it over to you, our resident Universal monster yeah. fanboy. What are your thoughts on the Wolfman? I like this movie. It's when I say least favorite, there's not like <laughs> it's, it's like, not a bad movie. It's like bunch. when I say that there's certain Marvel movies that I would put down at the bottom right. of the Marvel. I still love them all. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this movie, but it's at the bottom of the list for me. Okay, but I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, I forgot how perverted. <laughs> Yeah, Mister yes. Talbot is. Yeah, he's he's a he's a perv. Um, and some of the things he says is just like Gypsy. Uh, no, no things no. he says to Gwen. I'm a yeah, weirdo. and then oh, when, when he tries to do what he does do to Gwen. Mm-hmm. When I was, he might as well have just said when I was looking at you through your window. Right, <laughs> right. Um, I totally was, forgot that was how they met. Where are those earrings I like that I saw you? Wearing? He's a peeping Larry on your, on your dresser. dresser. Yeah, it's when like, you weren't wearing anything else. Yeah. <laughs> And she was just like oblivious to it. Yep. She's like, well, how'd you know? Well, oh, I saw you around town. Yeah. Where did you see me before? <laughs> Do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> I'm engaged, but okay. <laughs> Let's be friends. 
Um, she's engaged, but she's not happy with him. No. Um, it didn't but, take much convincing. No, no. She's a little trollop. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I like how he looks. Like, he doesn't look like your typical wolf creature that you see mm-hmm. later on in the movies. Like, really turning the full-fledged... Werewolves. Werewolves. He's a wolf man. Like, he's half he, wolf, half man. Like, he looks like those pictures you see of, like, people in freak shows. Yeah, that, um... Well, yeah. Oh, what is that syndrome? The uh, wolf man. Yeah, but the, it, it, there's um, a... It's like the, the dog-faced boy, that whole yeah. thing. It's probably called Lycan or something. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, I, I know I've, I've seen that somewhere before. Mrs. Well, Boogeyman is gonna consult I'm the bones. Well, she's consulting the bones. She's allowed to be on her phone right now. Says Mr. Boogeyman. Um... But, yeah, I enjoy the movie. Uh, like I said, I think the makeup's really cool because he's a wolf man. He's not a, a werewolf. He's mm-hmm. a wolf man. Um, mm-hmm. And the lore and all that fun stuff. Uh, I just enjoy it. It's, it's a good movie. Oh, Susie, we'll toss it over to you. What are your thoughts? I'm going to agree with Maurice. I love the Universal Monsters. Mm-hmm. And, again, I've said it before, like, werewolf movies are not really my thing. I love this movie, but again, it's not yeah. at the top of my list. Like, up there would be, like, obviously The Bride of Frankenstein. Right. Frankenstein, Dracula, The Invisible Man, Creature Ooh. from the Black Lagoon. I think that for this time, for 1941, it was really, it was done really well. The transformation yeah. was done really well. Um, I love how they're in England, and really the only person with an English accent is his father. Yeah. <laughs> Claude yeah. Rains. Exactly. Um, and I have a question about that. That's his father. Lon Chaney Jr. looks 10 oh, years I younger than him. Yeah, like, they could uh, be brothers. And yeah. his dead brother is actually a picture of him. <laughs> yeah. Were they twins? They were twinsies. Twinsies. And his brother was born like Two three minutes, minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah, three minutes earlier. Um, I really, watching this critically... Definitely pick up on the like a lot of things that have not aged well, like oh, no. oh yeah, like the gypsies, the whole misogyny thing, how he's a creepy pervert. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I did really like it, and yeah, I I do really like it. I should say, and it really an hour and ten minutes. I oh yeah, it's did fast. not remember it being that short. That's Me why either. I call it a very special episode of Meet mm-hmm. the Talbots. I mean, a lot of those up movies back then were like an hour ten, hour right, eighteen minutes. Right. Like, like, even I think even Dracula is what an hour and seventeen. Yeah, yeah. There, a lot of them too. are under an hour and a half long. Yeah, yeah. which I think is fine because you get right to it. You don't have any nonsense. Right, so he gets right to it. Right, Larry gets there. He helps his dad put together the telescope. Yeah, he becomes a pervert. <laughs> he becomes a perv. Yeah. Goes to the antique shop. Finds the booty. Keeps them I also pervert. love how original they were. Bella Lugosi is in this movie, <laughs> and his Bella. character's yeah. name is Bella. Yeah. <laughs> or is how she was saying it, Bella. Bella. Or Bella. Okay, it is called Hypertrichosis. Ooh, let me see. Hypertrichosis. Hypertrichosis. I'm going to sound it out. Ready? <laughs> Hypertrichosis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hypertrichosis. I teach people how to read it. <laughs> yeah. um, it's also very foggy all the time. Yes. Well, yeah. It's a universal monster movie. There. Yeah. Wasn't that like an England thing, though? Back, yeah. Back yeah. Oh, movies? they were probably going for the Moors. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's also every universal monster movie. Yeah. It's always foggy. But, uh, but no, I, I definitely agree. I, I really like this film. I actually like this a little bit better 
than the mummy. I know that's kind of blasphemy for a lot of people, but I see. I like Frankenstein the best. Creatures uh, well, right my behind. Creature, Frankenstein second. Bride yeah. Frankenstein for me. See, I, I don't even. I love Bride of Frankenstein, but as far as like the original movies, yeah. it's like Frankenstein, Creature, Dracula. Then I would say Wolfman, and then Mummy. Um, not that I dislike the Mummy, but it's just it's slow going in comparison to the rest of these. Yeah, it is. So I, I see. I would do the reverse. I would do. Mummy the Wolfman. Yeah, still. Yeah, but it's it's like I this this was one of those movies I remember watching a lot as a kid um, because again around Halloween you always have the Universal monster movies on, but the one that I always went to uh, to mainly watch on Halloween was Frankenstein, which we might be coming back to later this year. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely am a big fan of this flick, and uh, we will have to have more Universal monster movies on here since this is only our second one. Mm -hmm. So. The opening credits are great. I love those yeah. old movie <laughs> opening credits where they show you, like, it's the character talking, and it's like, yep. oh, featuring Lon Chaney as the Wolfman. Right. And that, like, movies now, like, Friday the 13th, 20 minutes in. Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the long <laughs> fucking cold opening, yeah. and then... but. Did- Okay. Did you know that when Lon Chaney did this movie, he said that his father would be rolling over in his grave because he wasn't being billed as Creighton Chaney. He went by Lon Chaney Jr. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. His real name is Creighton. In, <laughs> in death, he has a name. Mm-hmm. Also, before we get into the cast, mm. they're all dead. Yes. Yes, they are. Really? <laughs> yes. They're all no dead say. now. I was going to say, when you mentioned the uh, the, the original name for for Lon Chaney Jr. made me think of did did you know about the original plot for this film? No. They weren't going to show him transform at all. The whole thing was going to be in his head and it was going to be left up to the audience to be like did he turn? Is it a psychosis? Is it real? Hmm. I was like that's kind of cool but again. I think it would have made it better. I I agree but Universal was like we need a monster. We need to show something on the screen. And it was the shaggy dog. And he was a little (laughs) tiptoeer. Yeah he was walking around on his tiptoes. Yeah. He was being creepy and stealthy. How well, come? Well, he wasn't that creepy because he got himself dressed before he went out on the prowl. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I got, I got shit to say about that. It was the 1940s. They had morals. <laughs> Even as, as a half-man, half-dog, he had morals. Yes, morals. <laughs> that, that did not extend to don't look at women in their windows. Right. Well, you know. And don't be a creepy perv. Yeah. But uh, for the cast, we have Sir John Talbot, played by Claude Rains, who we would know from The Invisible Man, Casablanca, The Phantom of the Opera, The Lost World, Shangri-La, and Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Then we have Dr. Lloyd, played by Warren William, who's in Cleopatra, Satan Met a Lady, The Case of the Velvet Claws, which just sounds like a fun name for a movie, and it The Man in the Iron like, Mask. It sounds like a Hardy Boys mystery. It really does. <laughs> we have uh, Colonel Paul Muntford. Played by Ralph Bellamy. He's in The Ghost of Frankenstein, Rosemary's Baby, Trading Places, The Twilight Zone, Coming to America, and Pretty Woman. Then, He's in Coming to America? Mm-hmm. He's huh. the Pretty Woman? <laughs> he played the Pretty Woman. <laughs> I can see that. Then we have Frank Andrews, played by Patrick Knowles. He was in Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, Wagon Train, Gunsmoke, and Terror at the Wax Museum. Then, of course, we have Bela, played by Bela Lagosi. Mm. It was in Dracula, White Zombie, Night of Terror, The Black Cat. This list is, goes on forever, but <laughs> Plan 9 from Outer Space goes to Frankenstein. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, yada, yada, yada. Pretty much anything Universal made. 
Um, we have Maleva, played by Maria. I'm going to say this really wrong. Ospenkaya. I think that's how you say her last name. She was in... Ospen... Ospenskaya. Yeah. We have... Uh, she was in Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman and Tarzan, Tarzan and the Amazons. She played uh, the gypsy? Yeah, she was yeah. the mama. Yeah, the she, was on, she was only six years older than him. Yeah. Then we have Gwen Conliffe, played by Evelyn Onkers. Uh, she was in The Ghost of Frankenstein, Son of Dracula, The Mad Ghoul, and The Invisible Man's Revenge. And then, of course, we have Larry Talbot, slash The Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney Jr. <laughs> so The Ghost of Frankenstein, The Mummy's Tomb, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, Son of Dracula, The Mummy's Ghost, Alligator People, and Spider Baby. Which we probably will get one day. It was one of Sid Haig's first films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird fucking movie. But uh, for those of you that have never seen this movie, the basic plot is that Larry returns to his father's castle in Wales and meets a beautiful woman by peeping on her. Uh, Then one fateful night, Talbot escorts her to a local carnival where they meet a mysterious gypsy fortune teller and hijinks ensue. That's one way to put it, hijinks. (laughs) Hijinks indeed. Sounds like a Scooby-Doo episode. Kind of was. (laughs) But uh, we open with the, the very interesting opening credits that you were talking about, Susie, where... It goes through each character, like, playing the role of Larry Talbot. Da da da! <laughs> was very cool. Sir John Talbot, as played by Claude Rains. <laughs> and this is followed by someone opening a book to the definition of lycanthropy. It's an encyclopedia. Kids, do you know what an encyclopedia is? Not no. Wikipedia. Right. Back in, back in the before times. The long, long ago. In the long, long ago. People used to have volumes of books that smelled of rich mahogany. <laughs> Not mine. We got ours at the grocery store. <laughs> and Encyclopedia Britannica was a thing. Mm-hmm. And you could find out lots of information from them. And you can't change the information like you can on Wikipedia. That's right. Yeah, You can't get angry and go and edit it. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, the, the definition that they give here says werewolfism. A disease of the mind in which human beings imagine they are wolfmen. According to an old legend which persists in certain localities, the victims actually assume the physical characteristics of the animal. There is a small village near Talbot Castle which still claims to have had gruesome experiences with the supernatural creature. The sign of the werewolf is a five-pointed star, a pentagram. So, so they kind of went with that theory there. With, with it being in your mind. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the film, all, if you notice, like, the werewolf stuff seems kind of, like, injected into the plot. Like, right. it doesn't seem, like, it, it, the, the movie's flowing, and then we break away for a werewolf scene. Yeah. And that makes sense that they filmed the movie with no actual werewolf, and the whole thing was all in Larry's mind. Only to be like, nah, we need we need uh, something there on the picture screen. Put them up there, you know. And then they Get went back and through the tulips <laughs> with your wolf feet on your toes. <laughs> but we cut to uh, Terry being driven home to Talbot Castle with Larry. Larry, yeah, Not Terry. Terry. Terry, Terry from Terry and Todd. I got blood rage on the mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Now, you know, it's one of the things I love with these older movies where the car is clearly sitting still. And it's just yeah. a screen going behind them. I love it. And He's like, we're almost there, Mr. Larry. And better yet, the car was going, it looked like it was going like 60 miles per hour, which I don't right. think they can get up to. Right. <laughs> it was going pretty damn fast. When he arrives home, he's greeted by his father, and we find out that he's been away for 18 years. We also find out his older brother, who looks exactly like him, died. And there's... 
so there's more than one child. Yep. Yet only the older brother has his portrait <laughs> displayed, who is actually Larry. Yep. And he died in a hunting accident, which we never circle back We never back revisit to. that. And the only person who has an accent is Dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's very prim and proper. Yeah. Father. Father, I've been gone for 18 years. Well, you know. Doesn't he say so? Because he's like, I'm sorry, but, or, I'm sorry to hear what happened to John. He's like, well, us Talbot men always have a stiff upper lip. You know? <laughs> it's just like, right? In other words, ah, my kid died. Fuck him. Like, that's basically his attitude toward it. But then he's like, uh, so yo, Larry, here's the thing. <laughs> You're going to inherit it. You got an obligation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. There's, there's a reason why it's your picture on, this, on the wall now. Yeah, we just had to pin out. We just had to paint the one picture because you both look so much alike, you know. But yeah, so we find out that Larry is going to inherit everything, and then this is where the uh, the butlers come in with the telescope part. And what? They, and, and Father's like, what is this? And they head off to the observatory. Oh, so John, this is the glass for your telescope. Oh, Lawrence. <laughs> chop, chop, let us go upstairs. And then he's standing there... While Larry is putting together the telescope, and then he's like, "All right, Pop, come on up here and see it. <laughs> come have a look, see." I want to know when this turned into Austin Powers. <laughs> Michael Caine was not in this movie. <laughs> Master Wayne. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, he fixes the the telescope, and uh, doesn't doesn't. Uh, John say something like, like, oh, you're real handy with tools there, son, or something like that. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, I worked for this place for like 18 years back in California. <laughs> and now he has a Brooklyn accent. Why, I was going to say, now, why is he talking like he's from New York? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you see, Pop? <laughs> yeah, you see? So, Larry takes a look around town and starts peeping on people, random people throughout the town, eventually landing on Gwen Conliffe in the bedroom above the antique store. And her father, for a split second, reminds me of Eugene Levy. <laughs> but I also love the music cue, like, when he finally zooms in on her, it's like... Wah, wah, wah. like yeah. It's like, okay, that's creepy. That, that was uh, that was Larry's boner growing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. The soundtrack to Larry's pants. No. <laughs> Rower, not a shower. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, you know, dog man. It probably goes up inside when he's... <laughs> So yeah, Larry becomes a peep and Larry. Oh, so then goes know, to the antique shop and is like, yeah. she's like, "Hello, sir. How can I help you today?" He's like, "I like a pair of earrings." <laughs> and I love it because she's trying to show him, and he's not looking at the earrings; like he's just staring he's her staring down. Staring at her, he's like, yeah. "I want something with bangles and stars and a moon." You see? He was so fucking creepy in this scene. Uh-huh. Oh, very rapey. Yeah. yeah, he never took his eyes off her. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have anything like that. And he's like, oh, I'm sure you do, up in your bedroom. On your dresser. It's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, next Where to your, have you seen me before? Next to your panties <laughs> and your brassiere. She's like, how did you know? He's like, I'm psychic. I'm psychic with all the pretty girls. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? None of the girls have blue eyes like you, sweetheart. <laughs> his, his voice is just, he's all just jumping all over the place. We're just going to go with it. We're just going to go with it. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, he so he's getting a little randy for Gwen, and uh, we're gonna pick you up at eight o'clock. You see, we're gonna well, go out on a date. You see? She tries to sell the yeah. cane first. Oh yes, yeah. that's right. But you hear the what she says? What's that? No, repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no means no. no. She says, "Oh, here's a dog." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
She's like, here, this is suiting for you. Yeah, he says it suits you. Yeah, she says a dog, it suits you. <laughs> yes, you are being a dog right now. And then he grabs the wolf. He's like, oh, look, another dog. She's like, that's a wolf. And he's like, oh. She's like, with a pentagram. And then she gives him the whole pentagram thing. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, well, no, first, I'm sorry, she, she tells him that it's 15 bucks, which he's appalled by. Three pounds. He's Three like, pounds. 15 bucks for a cane? <laughs> Oh, wait. We got to do the inflation calculator. Oh, yeah. But they start talking about werewolves. And uh, <laughs> he, he mentions Little Red Riding Hood. And she's like, oh, yes, that was a werewolf story. I'm like, that changes everything. Yeah. Now, granted, uh, what is it? Dead Time Tales does have a Little Red Riding Hood werewolf story. But, you know, that movie scarred me for life. But anyway... We get the famous poem here that even a man who is pure and pure of heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. I love how everyone in this town just kind of knows about werewolves. See, you know why where they went wrong? Where's that? When after say your prayers, they forgot to say take your vitamins. <laughs> so you won't become a dog man. Right. Are we ready for how much that cane would cost? Yes. So in 1941. If something was purchased for fifteen dollars, do we have any guesses? Hundred bucks. One seventy-five. You do not win. Two hundred eighty-nine dollars and fifty-one cents. Damn. Yeah. Hey, that was the closest. Damn. Rate of inflation one thousand eight hundred and thirty percent. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. I mean, to be fair, it probably would be even more considering they said that the handle was pure silver. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. with how much metals have gone, precious metals have gone up. Yep. Well, silver yep. is the most valuable right now. So. Yeah. So that that cane would probably be around a grand yep. at this point. That's a lot. Yes, indeed. There he was right. He even says, "Grandma, what big?" Or no, does she say, "Grandma, what big eyes you have?" Or does he say that? He probably says that. That's creepy. As yeah, I don't know. he was being creepy. He's just a creepy creeper. Well, you know, we know he's talking about when he says big eyes. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, I damn so. titties. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's thinking of. The other thing she also mentions is that the uh, the pentagram, you know, like it talks about the pentagram being the werewolf sign, and she says that the, every werewolf is marked by a pentagram, and it sees it in the palm of his next victim's hand. So that that's one of those things that I've never seen in another movie. No, like they, they bring it up in American Werewolf about the whole sign of the the werewolf. But the whole seeing the pentagram in someone's hand and marking them for death. Right. I mean, you think of pentagram, you think of cults and stuff. Movies yeah. Like that. You don't think Which, of werewolves. The the pentagram mm-hmm. that they show in this movie really isn't a pentagram. No. That, it's yeah. really no. just like a gold star. For yeah. Eff- like, yeah. you get an A for effort. Nope, we might have a kitty interruption here. This Which was one? the 1940s. Nope, oh, black pussy. He was trying to get the, the cords to the microphone. Now, this was the 1940s pentagram, though. Yes. Well, they probably couldn't put an actual pentagram in the movie, because wasn't that during that whole, like... No, the Satanic Panic wasn't until, like, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, but still, they had that whole... There was pretty... Yeah, No, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The but... whole decency board, I don't even know. Like, you know, how he gets stuck in the bear trap, and then there's no blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he's just, like, walking <laughs> with a slight limp. Ow, that hurt. I'm all right, you see? <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> we digress. But uh, Larry tells her if she's trying to scare him off, she's not doing a very good job. Creepy, it. He then buys the cane and she asks him, seriously, where have you seen me before? Wait a minute. What? She sold him a cane. That wasn't very smart of her. Here, eight o'clock. 
cost me with this. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Here's a weapon. Yep. But, uh... He, sh- he should have been, you know, I've seen you in my dreams. Well, she's like, you've seen me before. And he's like, of course I have. How else would I have known about the earrings? And she's like, I, I can't recall meeting you. And he interrupts her and goes, would you go for a walk with me tonight? <laughs> uh, no. Yes. I'll pick you up at 8 o'clock. No. She tells him no like five times. And he's like, all right, no. I'll see you at 8 o'clock. No. no. <laughs> well, she actually walks outside with him because this is where we see uh, Bela and Maleva. And Mama. Yeah, like riding down the Mama. road. And he comments on how he hasn't had his fortune read in years. And then he goes, so how about tonight at 8? And she's like, no, <laughs> once again. But then... Take your your creepy weapon and go somewhere else. Yep. She's standing outside at 8 o'clock waiting for him. It sure is. With, With a, a chaperone. Yeah. Well, no, the friend was hiding. The friend was watching. Yeah. <laughs> she was going to call Just the cops. Sure. She was going to call the coppers if he did anything <laughs> with that game. But I love it because we, we cut to, uh, to Larry talking to his dad, who confirms the mark on the cane is the mark of the werewolf. He tells him that while it is just a legend, all legends have some basis in reality and that he believes it's all about the duality of man. He then goes on to recite the same poem that Gwen recited. And uh, Larry tells him that the girl at the shop said the same thing. And he goes, oh, so you met Gwen Conliffe. And he's like, oh, so that's her name. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Never even asked the girl her name, just obsessed over her. Earring lady. I'm going to take you out tonight. We'll go for a walk. Eight o'clock. Yes, see? <laughs> so now he knows the name of the girl he's stalking. So much more convenient. And I love it because dad explains he's like, Oh, you need to get to know all the townsfolk, not just the pretty girls. Hmm. <laughs> but he says it with a proper English accent. He does indeed. You can only so you must stalk all the ladies in the village. He then shoes him off to continue his stalking. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> Pardon me. So Gwen Gwen leaves the shop and Larry sneaks up behind her. She tries to tell him once more that she couldn't go, and then he points out that he that he's or she's wearing the earrings that he likes, and he told her, "I'm wearing my cane." <laughs> it's like, oh God! Oh. Uh, and he's like, "I don't want to go alone. I'm afraid of the dark." Mm. And then this is when Gwen calls out for Jenny, who pops up. She's like, "I want to have my fortune read too." See? Hi there. <laughs> Larry, my name's Jenny. Larry's like, "You fucking cock blocker." He looks so pissed. So he now, does. And so then... now we're watching Forrest Gump. <laughs> now there's a true villain, Jenny from Forrest Gump. So the girls are on either side, and Jenny's like, hey, take my arm. Well, because she's like, mister, and he goes, Larry. <laughs> like he would give her last thing. Well, he didn't want people to know who he was. Exactly. Well, because then, then they... the cops would know where he is. Yeah. Not just that, but then he'd be like, does she like me because I'm creepy or because I'm rich? <laughs> creepy or crawly? You never, you may never know. <laughs> like, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie <laughs> He's like, come on, she, let's see, let's see, how many? Oh, man. So, they, while making their way to the fortune tellers, they find Wolvesbane growing, and Jenny picks some while reciting the, po- the same poem that we heard just five minutes ago Number two other three, times. right? Three yep. Times? Third time that we've heard the poem. So, we, we get the Wolvesbane, and then they arrive to the fortune teller. Here's the thing, I... Because I, she says the gypsies come every autumn. Yeah. So... Wouldn't you think that there would be, like, a line to get your fortune told? Like, there's, like, nobody there. 
And they're just, they're like out in the middle of the woods. So right. it's like. So they walk over there like, hello. Well, I can't imagine is, there'd be much walk-in traffic. It is like slash showing. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was like no directions there. It's just like, oh, go into the woods and find the gypsy folk. Like it just, it was weird. I mean, you can't Follow miss the their. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss their, like, Oregon Trail buggy. That's true. <laughs> oh, oh Bella did not die of dysentery, though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jenny goes in first to get her fortune read. And this is where Larry's like, you know, we didn't, we're not here to listen to her fortune, are we? And they walk off into the woods. He's like, why don't you go take a walk with me and but touch it, my butt? This is... <laughs> I almost picked up my water right before you said that. So caught me off guard. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, I've been broke. Oh, damn. Damn dirty butt touchers. Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Shake your ass. Show me what you're working with. What I love is because this is where Larry tells Gwen the, about the telescope and peeping at her, which she's rightfully bothered by. She's like, oh, maybe I should close my curtains. And he's like, oh, no, please don't. And it's like, dude. Also, I want you, now that I've put myself back together and rebooted, I just want to say, what are what are some of the things that I hate? We don't have any fire, fire problems yeah. right now. But... Women in the before times never wore sensible footwear. You're no. going to walk through a, a forest with fog so the ground is damp and you're wearing fucking high heels. Well, remember, in quotations, she wasn't going there. Yeah. She was just, right. she was just standing on the sidewalk waiting for someone. With waiting the earrings. for Jenny. Yeah, with the earrings that he liked. <laughs> but oh. she had no intentions of going anywhere. With Maybe... Like in Creature from the Black Lagoon, there was that other movie being made. Oh. Maybe it was What Women Want. Oh. I see. So they were filming two films. Yes. At the same t- gotcha. Yeah. So she was there waiting for Jenny. Mm. See, now, for any of you new listeners, go back and listen to our Creature from the Black Lagoon episode to hear all about the dual films. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was the 40s. They were hey. trying to save money. Yeah. Lots of movies were filmed on that back lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> we don't know what back type lot, of movie. Shake your ass. <laughs> Are we still talking about a uh, regular movie? Or are we talking about a movie? <laughs> well, you know, Hollywood does have a dark side. <laughs> so Jenny is in there and Bella's like, pick the card. <laughs> well, right before that, uh, um, Gwen goes on to tell Larry that she's engaged to be married. And he goes, oh, but you're still here. So, like, he's basically like, fuck your man. I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> like... Seriously, and she's like, oh my god, I'm Spaceballs. Why am I thinking of Spaceballs right now? I don't know, are you Druish? <laughs> Pizza the Hut? I don't she know. She doesn't look like a Druish princess. I don't know why I'm thinking of, never mind. Oh, no, 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 Romeo and Michelle, how did I get Spaceballs? So oh, Ramon. <laughs> yes, Ramon. You are Columbus. I am America. Discover me. I don't know why I said Spaceballs. I'm sorry. It's been a rough couple weeks for me. I Life is... It's hard to to live and be an adult right now. And Adulting is hard anyway. Apparently using words is difficult today too, so... 
Oh, man. <laughs> so now we cut back to, to Jenny having her fortune read, and I love this because Bella brushes the wolf's mane aside like... <laughs> like She's just like, looks... I will take this off the table. <laughs> and Save then... it for later. <laughs> and oh, then wait, he, now brushes, he brushes his hair aside, and we see the five-pointed star on his face. <laughs> It's a tattoo. It's just like, it was huge, too. It's early Sailor Jerry. <laughs> and then he's like, she's like, what did you say? He's, he's like, like give, me, give me your hands. Your left hand is your past, and your right hand is your future. Okay, now he's Russian. <laughs> just go with it. And then and he, he, looks sees... And he sees the pentagram in her palm, and he's like, oh. I can tell you nothing tonight. Come back tomorrow. Come, Come back, back tomorrow. tomorrow. Fully knowing that she's not going to make it until tomorrow. Right, because right. that's his victim. <laughs> He's like, go run. I like a chase. <laughs> well, at least he knows where his next meal is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because Jenny goes from zero to six. She's like, all right, all right, I'll go. She and he's like, runs. get out of here. <laughs> well, because he whispered to her. He said, you run, I catch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I was speaking in Russian, but... <laughs> but I love it because she hauls ass out into the woods. And then Bella <laughs> just stands there holding his head like, Ah, oh, these fucking crazy bitches. <laughs> so like, and know, then the next thing you know... The tattoo wiped off because it was fake? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those stickers you get out of a gumball machine. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> so we see Maleva look over and see Bella like now holding his face in his hands. And she, like, the horse starts to panic. And she's just like, ah, shit, this again. And goes back in her little tent. Yeah. And she's like, I'm done. She's like, this is not going to bear well for anybody. So we, and again, she's Russian too. So. Well, of course. We see Jenny running in the woods and we hear the wolf howl. Larry and Gwen hear the wolf and wonder what it could be. Like, gee, maybe a fucking wolf? <laughs> and then it literally... So we find out that Jenny was like viciously mauled by... An animal. So we find out that Jenny is like viciously mauled by an animal and her throat is essentially ripped out. Right. But the scene they show, first of all, it's a dog. Yeah. So why... It's like a German Shepherd. Why is is this a dog? It actually was Lon Chaney's German Shepherd. So why is it a dog, but then when Lon Chaney gets bit, he turns into an actual wolfman with clothes? I think it's... it's Money. Well, yeah. Mm. But I'm going to say that it's, it's like a slow transformation. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, the first time you transformed, like, you're part wolf. Then you're going to transform again later, and you're going to slowly turn more and more bestial as you as you go. That's a, that's a good theory. I like it. I still think it's funny. What about the clothes? What do you mean? Like, so, the, the dog wasn't wearing clothes, but when we find out later... Oh, no, no, no. He was totally wearing clothes. It was just the fur was sprouting out over top of it, and it was just covering all the clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and he was on all fours. <laughs> it, it's like when the Hulk changes, and his pants actually change, like, six sizes to expand with him. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, okay. <coughs> but it looks like he's just, like, nuzzling her, and, like... Mm-hmm. He looks like a service dog trying to pull her from a fire. He really does. <laughs> But I love it because Larry goes running over. <laughs> he like the dog jumps up and he's like holding its face to his chest. Yeah, because he knows him. He's looking at him. Yeah, and he's throwing his head around. Rah! 
that he throws the dog off of and beats him with his cane behind the tree. And I love how it all, like, everything happens behind the tree. Yes. Yeah. So you only get part of it. Mm-hmm. So you can't see no violence. No, and then no, no. there's there's poor Jenna bleeding out. She did. And then Gwen goes and finds Larry and he collapses telling her that a wolf bit him. Then Maleva comes Again, along. No blood on him. No, of course not. But then they make a comment later about how Master Larry's clothes were covered with blood when he came back. <laughs> they last were tattered and bloody. <laughs> yeah, he looked pretty well put together. Yeah. And, uh, Gwen tells Maleva what happened and she insists that they get Larry home. So we cut back to Talbot Castle. And this where... is when Gwen finds out Oh, you have money? Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe I do like you better than my betrothed. Hold on, let me open those curtains for you. My my engagement is on the rocks. Shake your ass! (laughs) Exactly. So they get, you know, they get him back inside. And then Gwen explains what happened, how he was attacked by a wolf and Maleva helped uh, get him home. And they're like, what? She's like, the gypsy woman came and they're like... What gypsy woman do you speak of? And then the one person was like, oh, the one that was just at the door? Yeah. <laughs> and she's gone. She just pees the fuck out. She's like, oh, yikes. Okay, bye-bye. And then that dude, Mr. Twiddle, comes running in. <laughs> he is so fucking funny. He reminds me of the one cop in American Werewolf of London. Yes. Where London, where he's like, just open this door myself and see myself. He comes in, he's like, oh, oh, Jenny was found, your throat was bent out, oh, bother. Like, he just looked all nervous and scared. Did you notice how they were saying jugular? Mm-hmm. It sounded like they were saying drug dealer. I'm, I'm like, why the hell do they keep on saying drug dealer? They're <laughs> saying drug, hey. jugular, but in that, in that English, heavy accent. Yeah. Yeah. Drug dealer. It's like, Her drug dealer was torn out. <laughs> I was like, what? By massive teeth. <laughs> Her drug dealer was torn out by massive teeth. <laughs> but I, I didn't go back and rewind it. Like, oh, they're saying jugular. It's like, what the hell did they just say? Because I had the I had the subtitles on. It's, I'm like, it's saying jugular, but I'm hearing drug dealer. Right. <laughs> Been in the hood too long, Reese. <laughs> oh man. So Mr. Twiddle and Paul Munford go running off into the woods to investigate. I don't know why the Wicked Witch song popped in my head. It's a time period. Yeah, same difference. So we head out to we, we head out to the woods again and see all of them investigating uh, Jenny's body and finding what they they expected to be a large animal was actually Bela. He's dead too. Yes, <laughs> the body of Bela with his clothes on. He's got no shoes. Yeah, they made a big deal about that, and then they were like, "Oh, and his head was bashed in by a cane." <laughs> And then, oh, look at this. It's a cane with a wolf on it. (laughs) So we cut to the next morning where Larry is waking up in his bed. He wakes up and I'm like, doesn't seem to be in too much pain. He like looks around and rolls over and like cuddles up to himself. (laughs) And then every, his dad, the doctor and the retired cop walk in. Munford. Munford and Sons (laughs) walks in. And they're like, he's like, oh, good morning. And his dad's like, you shouldn't be out of bed. Well, what the fuck are you doing in my room? Well, they're like, it just came belong to you, Larry. And they, they, he's found like, it at the antique shop, you see. He goes, that's what I used to kill the wolf. And they're like, well, we found Bella dead, but uh, no wolf. <laughs> and he's like, I only saw a wolf. It even bit me, see? And he rips his shirt open and there's no bite. And he's like, oh, I got better. <laughs> they didn't even show man titties. Nope. No man, no, no man teeth, no teeth at all. Yeah, I think I'm all right with that one. Yeah. 
So basically, uh, at this point, we're making Larry look nuts. So if we were going with the original plot line, <clears throat> this is, is slowly adding up to make Larry mm-hmm. look insane. But the doctor tells the men they need to let Larry rest, and they all leave. John begs Larry to let him handle this, and Larry freaks out going, But they're treating me like I was crazy! <laughs> like, I love the way he says that. He's like, crazy! So, dad and the two, Mum, Dad, Mumford, and Son are all down in the study. Mm-hmm. And I love this because Sir John Talbot says, you policemen are always in a hurry, as if the dead didn't have all eternity. Isn't the whole point to fucking solve a murder in a timely fashion? Yep. Did they see the first 48? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I love this because John thinks when the wolf attacked Jenny, both Larry and Bella came to help her. And in the confusion, Larry killed Bella. Just an honest mistake. Could have happened to anyone. Because it was foggy and dark. <laughs> That's what money does. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Hey, he was... Yeah, now remember, he wrote that book. Now, if I... I didn't do it, but if I did, here's how I did it. Right. <laughs> oh, God. But Munford questions the wound, and John tells him that the wolf jumped on Larry tearing his suit. He must have thought he was bit. And they bring up how his coat was torn and bloody, like you said. Right. But they're like, it couldn't have healed overnight, so whose blood was that? It was Bella's. (laughs) Honest mistake. (laughs) It just could have happened to anybody. Thought it was a wolf, but it was really a man. (laughs) How many zeros are there? Put one more, and we'll see it's an honest mistake. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> but I love this, how John and the Doc are, are talking back and forth. And uh, the Doc overlooks, basically overlooks this and, and tells them that Larry had a psychotic episode. So he's overlooking the whole, like, murder of Bella, right? Yeah, he was gypsy. They compliment each other on a job well done. He's like, well, I guess I won't uh, question your patient anymore there, Doc. And he's like, oh, I'll say that you don't. And it's like, why, because he complimented you? <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? Simpler times. Apparently, much simpler <laughs> Oh, you're a stand-up fella. <laughs> Fuck that gypsy. Like, what the hell? You like my shoes? My thank you, sir. <laughs> Cleared of all charges. It was crazy. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> so now we cut to Larry standing on the street waiting for the carriage carrying the body of Bella. And I love the, the old looky-loo standing across <laughs> the street. Because they're like, oh, well, that there's the body of the fortune teller. And look, that's the man what killed him. <laughs> it's Larry Talbot. And then they're like... <laughs> and they run away clucking like the little ducks they that do. they are. They, I love it when they scamper off. They do the scamper off. They're going for bread. Aw, <laughs> uh, and Bella back in his coffin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Oh, Bella so. Bella goes, he's dead. Undead, <laughs> <laughs> undead. Just wait until the next movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So they get, <clears throat> they get the coffin into the crypt, and Larry kind of follows him in and hides. And then he hears, vo- hears voices again after the two men leave the coffin there. And we see Maleva and a priest entering the crypt. And all this because the priest is trying to convince her that they can't bury Bella without a prayer. And he goes on to criticize the traditions of her people when it comes to burying the dead. She tells him that they've been doing this for thousands of years and she couldn't stop it from happening even if she wanted to. And he gets all flustered going, Fighting against superstition is as hard as fighting against Satan himself. And he storms away and it reminded me of just, Oh, Skinner! Like, had that kind of attitude to him. Because he was going on about how you people plan to make merry and dance. 
He what was are you so... calling you people? <laughs> he was so offended. <laughs> and offended. Indeed. So Larry watches as Malevo goes over to Bella's corpse, commenting on how, on how his suffering is over and he can she finally rest. She just walks rest. over and opens it up. Yep. <laughs> but this is where we find out that it was her son. So... Larry watches watches her uh, or watches her go, and he starts to break down in tears. So he's like, "Oh shit, I killed this guy!" <laughs> you know. Now, cut to Gwen and her father talking about the in- the incident. Gwen feels guilty for leaving Jenny alone, and her father tell you know tells her there's nothing that she could have done. He walks out to the front the front of the store as a flock of wild Karens appear. <laughs> Your daughter got my Jenny killed. <laughs> And what was she doing with the Talbot boys at Trollop? They were fucking clucking. Like, they were. The one's head was going... She looked like a fucking chicken lady. Your daughter's the reason my kid's dead. From out of your body and out of my plane. They're out of my body and out of your plane. I said it backwards. Oh, Lord Almighty. So, yeah. So the out of my plane are, into your body. The carrots are clucking away. And um, they're basically accusing Gwen of being responsible. And, or, yeah, t- calling her a fucking tramp. And then Larry comes in and he slams the door. And he's like, why don't you say it to me? And they're like, bah, 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 well, we'll get you, Larry. <laughs> and they storm out. The cane scared them. <laughs> and then in walks Frank. Uh, yes. <laughs> and he doesn't fucking shut the door. <laughs> with his dog, too. With his dog. Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Ain't you got no manners? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, he's like, is Gwen in the back? And she goes, oh yeah, he, or the dad goes, yeah, he, he, she's back there, but she has a company. He's like, is it Mr. Talbot? And he's like, uh, yeah, he goes, oh, that's good, I want to talk to him too. He goes running back there. And then the dog oh, starts. Yeah. <coughs> Open Friday night. You know, yeah, exactly. Dog starts getting all dog-like. Mm-hmm. He's like, my dick baby smell. <laughs> <laughs> the dog starts barking but at Larry. a bunch of ankles. And Gwen's like, get your dog out of here. Go on, get it. So, uh, what was his name? Frank? Frank Andrews? Yeah, so yeah. Frank takes the dog outside. And Larry's like, like, oh, he, well, he seems like a nice fella. <laughs> it's like, what, what does he do? And he's just like, he's the game warden for your dad. And he's like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> when Andrew comes, or when, yeah, when Frank Andrews comes back in, uh, Larry tells him it's very nice to meet him. And he goes to shake his hand, but he just stares at him. And he's like, all right then, and walks out. (laughs) Who's got the bigger dick? (laughs) Why were you so rude? He's like, I couldn't stop staring at that cane of his. I heard it killed a man. (laughs) Cane. Yeah, exactly. In air quotes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who's got the bigger dick? He was like, that's why you like him, isn't it? Oh no! His cane's bigger than mine. (laughs) Everyone goes to Bella's death carnival. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yes, cue the death carnival. <laughs> and we see uh, Frank and Gwen, they see Larry walking through the crowd, and Frank uh, goes to ask him to join them, trying to prove he's not jealous. He's like, I'm right. not jealous, see? So he's like, Gwen, my dick is adequate size, see? <laughs> Peace offering. <laughs> so he gets uh, Larry to play a shooting range game with him. And I love it because... Larry and Mumford and Sons just watch, or, or Larry's dad and Mumford and Sons watch in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, he can handle a rifle. Ah, he's bothered by the travel. He's, that's all that happened to him. He's a little addled. He's jet lagged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he has his game. He does. 
But I love it because Larry has no problem hitting any of the targets until he sees the wolf and then he panics. That's my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I can't shoot him. That's my paw. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> so Frank takes the shot and Larry tells him, well, you win. I'm out of here. He goes to take off. And then the wise old gypsy lady come inside. Yeah, she was like, I've been waiting for you. It's about time you showed up. You so. killed my wear son. <laughs> wear this charm. Yep, she gives him the, the pentagram charm, mm-hmm. explaining that uh, it'll keep him safe. She basically explains to him that, you know, you, you, know, you killed her. She's like, you killed my son. He's like, I killed a wolf. She's like, the wolf was my son. <laughs> my son turned into a wolf. You kill him. What the fuck? Why you no follow? Now they're Italian. Exactly. <laughs> so now you got to wear this charm. Well, I love it because she tells him a werewolf can only be killed by a silver bullet or a knife. And then goes, or a cane. Which, that cracked me the fuck up. Like, I get what she was driving at. Like, she nodded down at the cane he was holding. Yeah. But it's like, in the pantheon of weapons, it's like... You know, a bullet, a knife, a fucking cane. Just fucking cane as long as it's silver. Mm-hmm. What if you could like throw a bracelet hard enough at him? Oh, Shot I mean, it hard enough. You hit him hard enough with the bracelet multiple times. Silver knuckles. Yep. You choke him with a necklace. <laughs> you probably could. As long Not as it's silver. New werewolf story. But she she gives him the the pentagram charm, saying that it can break the evil spell. So why the fuck wasn't her kid wearing it? Right. I don't love you so much. I was just saying, you are a waste of space. <laughs> you are the load that should have been swallowed. I, 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 I think she should have recited the ancient spirits of evil. I'm hungry, kids. The Mumras? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I love it because he walks out wearing the charm, and then she, like, whispers, and they're all like, oh, the Englishman is cursed. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, before that, though, she he, as he runs out, she she whispers, she says to him the famous line, whoever is bitten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. And he's like, oh, I've had enough of this. And he takes off. Too low. And then yeah. the whole, the carnival's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. They're like, werewolf, werewolf, yeah, werewolf. <laughs> they start see, packing shit see up. See that Englishman with the high-waisted pants? <laughs> Now that's that's, with that rapey look in his eye. And the cane. That scene was in the Holly, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's when they were watching the Holly, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Larry takes off while while Mumford and Sons watches. (laughs) He runs into Gwen and gives her the charm to keep her safe. I don't know what's wrong with me, Yashai. <laughs> well, he and t- then he kisses her. You fucker. Well, first he goes, he's like, the old, tells her the old woman gave it to him saying that, you know, saying that he's the werewolf. Imagine your earrings. Yeah, and she's like, surely you don't believe that. And he, that's when he gives it to her. Be like, it'll protect you. And she goes, from whom? And he goes, me. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then he's like, now nah, give me some sugar, baby. 
And he kisses her, and then all of a sudden, it's like the camp just, like, imploded on itself. <laughs> oh, wait, one thing that she did say before that, she's like, no, I can't take a gift without giving something in return. She goes, here's a penny, and he goes, that that's not, not enough. enough. <laughs> not enough. Oh, you rapey McRaperstein. Yeah, Larry's uh, not a great guy. He is not a great guy. That's why it's called Santa Puppy Dog Eyes. Yep. <laughs> because they all start to rush to take off. Like you said, the camp is imploding. <laughs> and he's like, wow, they're in a rush. And Gwen's like, me too, see? And she just takes <laughs> off. It's like, but I barely got my lips wet. <laughs> oh, no. I barely got your lips wet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bums>. <laughs> uh, so Hilary asked one of the men, what's all the excitement? He's like, there's a werewolf in the camp. <laughs> where? Where? <laughs> And then this is where we zoom in on Larry's eyes and get the montage because you got the montage. Oh my god, it's so trippy. <laughs> it's, it's like it's a still image of Larry, and it gets really close, and, and it's then his the eyes. Swirlies. And then you get the old gypsy woman, uh, just a still of a wolf, like mm-hmm. a cartoon wolf. That was like a bad taxidermy job. Yes. <laughs> like, and then it also has like the spinny spinny, like yep. a Zoolander. Yep, when they're. Doing and they're trying to hypnotize him. And then we see Gwen of the pentagram and then Larry beating the wolf. <laughs> oh, and then we close on the silver cane. Oh, uh, yes. And so we cut to Larry arriving home looking rattled. He begins taking off his shirt and checking himself for changes. <laughs> he then sits down and takes off his shoes and finds out he has hobbit feet. <laughs> he's like, he's got fur coming off his toes and he's like, oh, no. And just grabs at his ankles. <laughs> and we get the slow zoom in on his feet as they, like, the dissolve changes mm-hmm. into, into the, the wolfman feet that you were talking about where he tiptoes. But I got a question. He was in his undershirt and pants, and then when we see him, he's fully clothed again. Right. He, so he turned, into the, right, he turned to the werewolf and then was like, well, I gotta get dressed to go out. Like, it's like, a little chilly tonight. <laughs> this fur only covers my feet and chest. <laughs> And then we see him oh, tiptoe. Man. And then, <laughs> the bye bye, grave digger. Yep, sneaks up on the grave digger. Mr. Richardson. I love it because he's like, rrr, rrr. like the <laughs> snarl sound he was making was hilarious. And then it really looked like he was like just trying to kiss him. Yeah. And then he 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 done. The grave digger's dead. And then the next morning, Larry well, no, wakes up. We oh. hear the, t- the howls. Oh, that's we cut right. to the town where, where people hear the howls and they're popping out of windows like, what'd you hear? Did you hear that? It was a wolf. <laughs> and then Mr. Twiddle goes running through the street like, there's a wolf on the loose. Let's go get it. Then Larry <laughs> wakes up and is like, damn, how drunk was I last night? <laughs> he finds the muddy footprints coming in his window. But we cut to the graveyard where we see uh, Mumford, Twiddle, and Dr. Lloyd investigating the body. They note that it was killed by a large animal. Cut jugular, just like Jenny. Drug dealer. Drug dealer, yes. Cut drug dealer, just like Jenny. (laughs) And there's tracks. A wolf. And then, yeah, we cut to the next morning where Larry's in his room, confused on how he got there. And he wipes away the muddy paw prints and he looks out the window and sees Butford and Sons walking around the yard looking like, now where the hell did that wolf go? (laughs) He just disappeared into the wall. Oh, God. It so, is a Scooby-Doo episode. It totally is. And it was the old rich guy, too. Yeah. It was the old rich guy who did it, and he would have gotten away with it, too. <laughs> was it for you meddling gypsies? <laughs> the next cops. Oh, oh Lord. Man. 
But this is where Larry looks down and sees on his chest he has the pentagram. So he heads downstairs to talk to... I remember getting a tattoo. Yeah, exactly. I was really wasted last Mm -hmm. night. He heads downstairs to talk to his father, and his dad tells him about the death of the gravedigger, Mr. Richards, and that the animal tracks led to the house. It was a wolf. Larry asks him about werewolves, and his father tells him it's simply a legend made up around or made up to about around a very real illness, schizophrenia. Then the church bells ring, and he's like, "Well, we're off to church." No, no. First, you, you forgot he calls it a psychic illness. Yes, that's right. Yes. psychic oh. illness. A psychic illness. I'm like, wait, no. Yep. Well, that's still why I get people asking me for the psychic floors. They call the hospital. <laughs> Is this Leon? Yeah. Call me now. Um, So the church bells ring and the two men head off to church service. Now we see a bunch of townsfolk standing outside the church gossiping about what happened. Quack, quack. (laughs) And was that Mr. Talbot? That's what did it. He killed my Johnny too. Did you read your Bible passage last night? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so I love it because she's she's still accusing Larry. Mm -hmm. Mr. Twiddle's like, now that's slander, madam. (laughs) The Talbots pull up, they're like, oh, quiet, quiet, there they are. I know what that means! <laughs> <laughs> oh, those fucking Karens. <laughs> but, so they, they arrive and they head inside. Now Larry stands in the back of the church while all the churchgoers go and sit down. And I love it because as the sermon begins, they all just slowly turn and look at Larry. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, I gotta get out of here! He just takes <laughs> off. He should have made a wolf noise. Oh, that would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. So, Larry bolts. Oh, Talbot's werewolf. <laughs> so, we cut to John, Paul, and Dr. Lloyd. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Lloyd and Frank all discussing the footprint cast and, and uh, having wanting to have it analyzed to see exactly what they're it's dealing with. It's just the tiptoe part, though. I know. But they're like, what kind of wolf has a foot that big? kind of wolf only has toes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he didn't want to get his whole foot dirty. Right. But Larry comes in and they ask him about the wolf, saying, you know, hey, you saw it. How big was it? And he's like, it isn't a wolf, it's a werewolf. And because Mudford jokingly says, like, oh, we have a werewolf hunt, boys. Who wouldn't want one stuffed on their wall? <laughs> and then Larry asks Dr. Lloyd if he believes in werewolves. And I'm just like, I love how this entire town doesn't think this is out of the norm. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, oh, yeah, I believe in werewolves. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Werewolves was a century problem. Ah, that's what it was. But the doc basically tells Larry that it's all in a person's mind. It could be delusions brought on by the self or influenced by others. Larry asks him if there's a cure, and he tells him that all illnesses can be cured if the, with the willingness of the patient. So Frank and Paul go out to the grounds to set traps, and Dr. Lloyd tells Larry to get some rest. Mass hypnotism, see? Yep. So Larry goes to get some rest, and John sticks around to talk to Lloyd. Lloyd tells John that Larry is very ill and needs to be sent away, stating that the village is having an ill effect on him. He's like, he's just jet-lagged. <laughs> he's like, your son has a problem, you see? He saw the pretty girls and went a little crazy. But uh, John wants to hear nothing of this, stating that if he's sick, the best thing to do is keep him at home. Lloyd reluctantly agrees, and John wishes the, uh, wishes him well and tells him that he'll check on Larry in the morning. So, basically, they just think that the whole thing that's going on with Larry is the shock of what happened with Bela and Jenny. That he done broke his mind. Mm-hmm. So we cut to the men setting traps around the grounds and covering them with leaves. Later that <laughs> night... <laughs> They'll never see this. 
Oh, if it's a wolf, he won't be looking under leaves. No, it's good. But then we get to later that night and we see Wolfman Larry walking around the grounds. It's the same exact shot that they reused of him <laughs> tiptoeing through the forest. But then he steps and he's like... Rawr, 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 starts rolling around. And... I had to like rewind it because it looks like where he the log he fell next to yeah. is the log that they walked up on, and I'm like, how the fuck do they not see him? <laughs> but it's a different log <laughs> on another part of the back lot. Yes. <laughs> so Larry's laying there trapped in the in the he, the bear trap. The bear trap, and he's also laying on his side, like with his arms crossed, like he's dead. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> fuck it, I give up. <laughs> I'm done. And then along, along comes Maleva, finding Larry trapped, and she recites a poem. And she says... That turns him back to a man. Right! With no blood on him. Whatsoever. None whatsoever. And he just limps. He's like, <coughs> really a flesh wound? Right! Well, it wasn't even I a flesh wound. really bad for Bella. His mom heated his guts. Yeah, because apparently she knew this werewolf poem that could translate. And she was just back. like, for shits and giggles, let's see what happens. Yeah. She's like, fuck you. Maybe she did was like a dog fight. Uh, that's how they made their money in the off season. She's like, you earned me ten grand and and I'll I'll give you the necklace. Twenty, <laughs> then you get the poem. She goes, The way you walk is thorny through no fault of your own. But as rain enters the soil, the river enters the sea, so tears run to a predestined end. Find peace for a moment, my son. And then, poof, like magic, Larry's back from Wolfman to himself and wakes up confused and scared. And nobody, like, because they see him, they're like, that's best Larry. They're like, what are you doing? He's like, hunting with you. And he I just, like, limping limps, barefoot. Yep. limps away. Back. I was waiting for one to say, well, where's your gun? <laughs> he was like, I was just going to tackle the wolves. He had, he had his thing. I was just going to show it my dick and it was going to run away in fear. <laughs> I was going to use my dick. I mean, my cane. Yep. <laughs> dick cane? Silver oh, dick cane. Oh, God. <sighs> so, we could... <laughs> I'm thinking of him, like, using it as, like, a tourniquet. <laughs> to, like, hold it up. To scare off the wolf. Oh, lordy. All right, don't mind me. <sighs> so, yeah... So we got to, to Larry heading into town to the antique shop. He, th- he throws some stones at Gwen's window to wake her. She comes down and, and he tells her that he has to go away, that he's leaving town. And she's like, I'll go with you, Rapey Rick Raperstein. <laughs> she's like, take me with you, rich rapist. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they wake up her father. You never want to wake up the dad. <laughs> but I love it. She's like, fuck my fiance. I want to go with the guy who was peeping at me with a telescope. Right. <laughs> So he tells her that, you know, he goes, you can't leave town with a murderer. She's like, you're Ooh. not a murderer. He's like, me. <laughs> I killed me. And then he goes, and I the killed Mr. Richardson, the grave digger. <laughs> but her response, she's like, but you gave me this charm. It'll protect me. <laughs> Didn't you hear me? I killed Mr. Dixon. All I hear is you're rich. <laughs> exactly. With a big cane. (laughs) (laughs) So he grabs her hands, and of course he sees the pentagram appear on it, and he begins to freak out. And then he runs away. He's like, I gotta go! (laughs) We're gonna get out of here. And then I love this, because his dad then ties him to a chair. 
before the, the Gwen's dad comes downstairs and she's like, I'm going with Larry. And Larry's like, no. So he runs out of the shop. And Gwen's dad just holds her like, uh, yeah, stay away from the crazy boy. <laughs> did, he, did he do the Vader? No. <laughs> and then, yeah, we cut to Larry trying to leave home and his father's like, he won't hear anything of it. And he try, Larry tries to explain to him that Bella was a werewolf. He bit me. I'm a werewolf. Yada, yada, yada. And Seth's like, I'm going to strap you out of this chair. Well, he shows him the scar, the, the pentagram. And he's like, look, we're hunting the werewolf. I'm going to tie you to this chair and make you look out the window. You're going to see we're going to kill the werewolf, and you're going to realize your mind ain't broke no more. <laughs> so that's his plan. Yep. Tie him to the chair to cure him. Mm-hmm. And Larry makes uh, John take the cane with him. He's like, take the cane, just in case. So. And Gwen's a real bad listener. Yes, she is. Well. Wow. <laughs> yeah. John goes to, to meet the hunting party. And uh, Dr. Lloyd asks him if he gave Larry a sleeping pill like he told him to. And he goes, no, I strapped him to a chair and told him to man up. Look out the window. We'll cure this. <laughs> He's like, I want this cured tonight. So we cut to John walking through the woods. He comes across Malay who's like, you ain't scared of shit, is you? <laughs> like, I love the way she's like, Mr. John, you ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> He's like, I got the dick cane now. <laughs> As long as I'm carrying my big dick, I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> oh my god! So he, <laughs> she's like, "Don't you want to be with the hunt?" And he goes, "I want to be with my son." So he's he's going back toward his house, and uh, she asks him if he had a moment of doubt. But before he could answer, we hear the gunfire, and he runs off to see what all the hubbub is about. Cut to the men casually complaining, well, I know I hit him dead on. How did he get away? <laughs> and then the other guy goes, well, don't you know it takes a silver bullet to kill a werewolf? It's like, so now you guys believe that you're killing a werewolf? <laughs> oh, my God. So Gwen shows up in the woods because she can't listen for shit. And she got all dressed up, too. Right, yeah. She got well, all dusty up. As one would. And she runs into Maleva. Maleva warns her to stay out of the woods. The hunt is on. And Gwen tells her that she wants to help Larry, and Malheva tells her to stay away, and he will find her. Gwen ignores the warnings and runs off into the woods. So we see the wolfman stalking Gwen. We see John and the men hunting the wolfman. Wolfman jumps out, grabs Gwen, and shakes her. The struggle is real. I love the shake. He just, he's like, shakes her back and forth. And then just drops her. Oh my god, best. Danny Dick Kane. <laughs> yep, then John comes running up and whoops the shit out of, out of Larry with the silver tip cane. And Maleva comes up out of the woods and finds John standing over the dead wolf man. She's like, you wait, English people. <laughs> Y'all don't listen. I can't with you. She kneels down and says, The way you walked was thorny through no fault of your own. But as the rain enters the soil, the river enters the, enters the sea, so tears run to a predestined end. Your suffering is over. Now you'll find peace for eternity. The wolfman turns back into Larry. John looks down at the cane like, well, ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> drops the cane. Some bitch. <laughs> kneels down by his son. The men come running up. Frank goes over to Gwen. She's fine. Just a little muddy. They but hug good. the end. <clears throat> but you know, she goes, oh, Larry. And then, dun, 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 the end. 
Guess it's back to the poor one. Oh my god. The poor one well, with a small dick. They, don't, don't they explain don't what happened? Before that, don't they explain like what happened? No! Because <laughs> I thought they said that um, no, just, Larry tried defending... Oh yeah, one of, that's right. That They said Larry must have tried defending Gwen. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they're like, I'm sorry, Sir John. And she just goes, oh Larry. <laughs> done. Yeah. Oh my god. That that movie was fun though. Until Return of the Wolfman, Son of the Wolfman. He was also in House. He's also in House of Frankenstein as the Wolfman. Yep. And there's also Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Yep. So he ain't dead. No, Larry. Larry goes on to do a bunch more stuff. He just sleeping. Um, there's there's something in the trivia here that says Evelyn Anker suffered a bad scare when a 600 pound bear. Uh, the sequence was cut from the film. Escaped its trainer and chased her up a ladder. Oh shit! And he, she was pulled to safety by an electrician. So there's an electrician working, and she comes running up a ladder with being chased by a bear. He's like, "Oh shit, get over here! I'll save you!" It's like, "Holy crap!" Here I come to save the day. <laughs> now this I found interesting though. Shooting lasted from October 27th to November 25th, 1941. Its release was December 12th, the same year. Wow. So they finished filming on the 25th of November, and the movie was out by December 12th. Hmm. That's some crazy shit. It was only an hour and something like that. Yeah, but still. Did you know that Sylvester Stallone, (laughs) Tom Cruise, and Christopher Reeve were all in the running to play Larry Talbot? I heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the running to play Bela. Yeah, yeah, he and Walter Walter Matho. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that those really weren't on the, the IMDb trivia. <laughs> well, they gotta make it. They gotta make it seem legit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. But uh, the the makeup that he was wearing took six hours to apply and three hours to get off. Oof. So you know that was uncomfortable. That sucks. He should have just slept in it. Yeah. Was, Can you imagine the bed hat on that. Well, it says his iconic makeup was primarily a rubber nose and yak hair that was singed with a curling iron and attached to his face and ar- face, oh, arms, God, and legs was with spirit gum. Horrible. That sounds all sorts of ill. No. No, itchy that had to be. Mm-hmm. That is not sensory pleasure. Mm. No. That's why I was tiptoeing. <coughs> he was like, the fucking socks. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Ew, 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 tiptoeing. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, there, there's a ton of trivia. As these old movies have, like, boatloads of trivia. If you guys want to go and see stuff about the filming, check out IMDb. Um, but, yeah, so we'll we'll get into our social media here. If you're not following us on uh, social media, we are The Boogeyman's Closet on both Facebook and Instagram. Maurice handles our Twitter. And what is that, good sir? At Boogeyman's the Thank you very much. We are still doing our giveaways. I know uh, we took a month off. We are doing two this month. Um, not many entries, so hopefully you guys, you know, don't forget about us coming up, because we still got a lot more stuff planned. Okay, this stuff is all in my kitchen, so please, people. Yes, yes, we have <laughs> lot, lot, lots more giveaway stuff. Please, I can barely cook dinner. Please. <laughs> please, Tom, take my stuff. We are, we do have a Patreon, if you guys are interested in that sort of thing. It's $3 a month for all of our unedited episodes, as well as one exclusive episode every month. Anything higher will get you art in the mail. We'll get you special like birthday episodes, stuff like that, which we're going to have some fun fun uh, Patreon episodes coming up soon. Uh, we are also part of the Rad Pantheon, so if you guys like this podcast, there's a chance you'll like other podcasts on the Rad Pantheon network, so check out radpantheon.com and Rad Pantheon on all the socials. 
Uh, we haven't tallied up the votes for our next movie, but episode 137 will be our very first home invasion movie. Mm, no, thank you. Yeah, those are going to be some interesting ones. Yeah. Uh, right now it's looking like Hush and People Under the Stairs are leading the pack, so we'll see what happens. But check out the social media. That's where you'll find out what we're watching next. So does anyone have any final thoughts on The Wolfman? Oh. No. Rich, big dick, good. Silver, big dick. Silver, big dick, good. Or small dick, bad. Yes, that's why I took away from this film. He only hit, okay. him. He only hit a bronze and stick. Yeah. <laughs> Yak hair is itchy. Yes. So it makes you tiptoe. Through the tulips. Mm-hmm. Through the marsh. There were tulips. Were there? Yeah. It was foggy. You just couldn't see You couldn't see Swamp. Swamp tulips. Swamp tulips. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be rapey. Yes, rapey bad. Don't be a peeping Larry. If we've learned anything from this movie is don't be like Larry. Right. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah, that should be. I mean, Henry taught us certain certain rules to life, and, yep. and uh, Larry has taught us other rules to life. Yep. So, with that, we are going to wrap this one up. So, as always, this is Mike saying goodbye. See ya. Toodaloo. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, follow us on Instagram at The Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Get your